皆さん、こんにちは。Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JJ Japan. Today, we're going to go on a little history tour of Hikane Castle. But first off, I've got a little announcement that I've started a WordPress blog. So, if you want to learn about more travel in Japan, life in Japan, a bit more cultural things, I've started writing a blog post every day. So, please check that out at jjjapanpodcast.com. Oh, it's a WordPress, so it's probably WordPress. But please check it out, it should be good. There'll be a link down below. So, let's start. Ooh. So now I'm a resident of Hikone City. Well, Hikone Castle is something you cannot avoid seeing. Like, you go on a run, it just pops in your views. Go anywhere, and you'll find views of stunning views of this castle. It's very, well, charming in a way. It's quite small on the top side of the tower, but it pops up everywhere. Why? Because it's made in such a way to have a view over the entire area. Why? Because Hikone was actually an extremely important trade route in, well, more medieval Japan, 16th century and before that. So, this castle was actually built to secure that area. So, we're going to start our little history tour of actually an interesting fact about Japanese castles, the very famous tower designs, only actually 12 of them originally remain. That means they're going to get teared down under new government laws, and they weren't destroyed in wars. Let's start our history tour at Sekigahara. So Sekigahara was one of the defining ends to the warring state periods in Japan. And the victor, Togawa Iyasu, took over Japan, became the new shogun, and well, he did very strict laws in such a way that, well, he can control the daimyo, control the Japanese new lords, because they're all, well, warlords, and bring 200 years of peace to Japan. That's a pretty good thing. Everyone with peace, right? The samurai warlord, I Naomasa, well, he was one of the favorites of Togawa Iyasu, and thus, he got gifted, well, a castle, Sawayama Castle, what's in Hikokane. It's actually by one of the mountains regions and looks over the whole region. But it wasn't to his liking, like Naosume likes, he likes to be in the action, right? He's one of the samurai warlords. He was literally have giant horns on his head when he goes into battle. Yes, if you didn't remember this guy's name, he was the guy in red with the big golden horns, like, he's a bit of an eyesore. <laughs> he wants to be, well, the center of attention. And thus he had a great idea, like, I don't like beings tucked away in this mountain. I want to build a castle right in the middle of Hikokane. And thus he set up the plan to build Hikokane Castle, but sadly, well, he died two years later. Yes, samurai as well. It was still medieval periods, and well, disease was rife. But luckily, his family pressed on, and they kept up with building the castles. 
and in 1622, it was complete. But an interesting thing happened in Japan around this time. In 1615, an order was made by the Toga family, Ikoku Ichijore, and that was for one area, one castle. And that was in 1615. And what this did, well, Throughout the Warring States period in Japan, there was lots of castles, there was lots of fighting, and people need to build castles to defend areas, and there was about over 3,000 castles in all Japan. And now we have these warlords all over Japan, who Tokawa family have got to kind of keep control of, and they're not going to, well, start a war again. So they decide to, well, you can only have one castle each. And this lets about 3,000 castles get cut down to about 170. But Hione Castle was being built through this period. So why was it actually kept built? Well, one thing, the E family was pretty much the favourites of the Tokawa family. They were really close. And they knew that the castle in this position, where it was, is actually crucial because this area was a road from Edo to Osaka and if well in the previous daimyo Iyasu who well sadly died and then his family and supporters lost in battle Sekihara if they protest again and start a revolt they're still pretty strong in Osaka region they're gonna hit this castle and they're gonna get stuck why because it's pretty impenetrable it's literally blocks the whole region. Like you can't get an army through here without well coming into issues with Hikone Castle. And if you come to the castle and want to go up it, you probably understand well it's pretty impenetrable. Like you've got to go up steep steps and then the steps change in pace and you're like, oh that's not great if you're gonna be running up here, right? <laughs> like trip up. There's so many entartments and tarts everywhere. High walls, like, yeah, this is not a great place to try and take over. But luckily, we were years of peace after this. No one had to go through that horrible ordeal of invading this castle. What's great? And then we get to the second time in Japanese history, they decided to, well, let's destroy more castles. And that was in 1873 with the new Japanese government as well. They've modernized, they want to be more westernized, they've all got more western technology. And one of the reasons they were like, hmm, we shouldn't really keep all these old castles around, they're really like effort to like maintain. We should make more productive things like star forts, like we did in some Hokkaido. So, they decided to destroy pretty much most of the remaining 170 castles, and there was about 20 remaining after this. And Hikone Castle was luckily one of them. What's great. And even in World War II, where most of the castles and most of the main cities in Japan got horrifically bombed to smithereens, about eight of them got destroyed. Yeah, eight of them got destroyed in World War II. Twelve remains. And Hikone Castle was one of them. And being not just the tower remain, the whole castle rounds, the moat areas, the walls, the towers, quite a lot of the historic structures remain. 
it's actually now a national treasure in Japan. So now I've told you about some history of Hikane Castle, you may be interested if you come to Japan to actually come and see this castle for yourself. And I highly recommend you do. And it's very easy to find. All you got to do is get a train to Hikokune, Hikokune City, and from Hikokune Station, it's literally a straight walk out the station to the castle. It takes about 15 minutes, or you can take a bus, which costs you about 120 yen. You don't need to tell the number, you can see the bus, it has the cat on, it has the castle, yep. it has Hikokune on. Take the cat, take the bus with the cat, and you will be fine. When you get into the castle, there's actually more in the castle grounds than just the castle itself. You could actually walk around the whole area for free. But if you want to get inside the main area, it's like there's three moats to this castle. The outer moat, the inner moat, and the inner inner moat. And that's where you can encastle this. And you've got to pay for entry. But if you pay for the entry, you can actually get a bonus ticket. And this bonus ticket will get you not only Hikune Castle, but Hikune Castle Museum, which has all the goods of the E family. Yes, the old samurai warlords, the famous one, E. Nelson. It's got all his old swords, armor, and, well, they weren't just samurai warlords. They didn't like just killing people. They were also into, like, tea ceremony, the arts. So it's a lot more to this castle than just, well, Warfare. And as well, next to the castle, there is Genkyo En, what's Genkyo Gardens. As well, the E family were very into sort of tea ceremony and Japanese gardening. So you can go and walk through this garden and actually take part in some tea ceremony. What's pretty good, I think. And now we get to the castle. So the castle itself. It's like I said before, it's a little walk up some stairs. There's a lot of stairs. Like you got to walk up steep stairs to get to the castle. And then when you're in the castle itself, like, the little main tower remains. Yeah, it's pretty much steep stairs all the way up. Because well, you got to do that to make a tower to give a view all over Hikokune and Lake Biwa. If you get a sunny day, it is beautiful. And there's no just the castle on top there's also another garden area with another little turret at the end where you can also get views of lake biwa and that region if you come well spring sakura season is full of sakura trees so you can have a lovely picnic enjoy the views and drink some beer or maybe some local hikane beer under the sakura trees and that i think would be a great trip to hikokane castle So thanks for watching today's episode of JJ Japan and I hope you have got some interest now to come to Hikokane and see Hikokane Castle for yourself because there's much more to this area. There's a lot of like, old markets around the castle as well. That's the old samurai region. So there's a lot more to Hikokane than just Hikokane Castle. So I hope you come visit Hikokane when you're able to come to Japan again in a few years, like when we'll see from Corona. And before we end, we just kind of do one of those announcements. So check out 
the WordPress blog JJ Japan Podcast, like the Facebook group JJ San Japan, and well, if you listen to this podcast anywhere, like subscribe and leave comments because well, we can make this the best podcast about Japan together. And if you have any questions, any requests, anything you're interested in Japan, please let me know anywhere. And as always, Saigo Marida Kitsukuta, Wampani Arigatamashita! Jane! さん、ジェイジさんです。一つのことをお忘れさせてしまいました。申し訳ございません。それは彦根。はい、彦根です。彦根もどんな個性でしょうか。彦根は彦根市のゆりかんのマスコットです。ミットコットあるだと思う。